Um, thank you, thank you, thank you, Pastor Jonathan, for your kind words. And um, how many love uh, Pastor Jonathan? Yeah. Lindsay and I uh, hold them as uh, dear friends, and uh, it, uh, it's gone to the next generation, so... Um, Everly and, and uh, Gavin enjoy time at school, well, a little bit at school, but um, whether it's at the park or birthdays or whatever, and so I really appreciate John, Jonathan and Ashley Quinones. Would you, would you give them another hand clap? <laughs> Growing up together, and uh, man, the hand of the Lord is on them and their family, and uh, I give them honor tonight for all that they do behind the scenes and, um, and up here as well. Um, I also want to give honor to the pastor and um, my brother-in-law, father-in-law, my family, Sister Johnson. Um, I love them dearly, and I feel like um, I need to just make that known tonight. I really love my family and um, thankful for my pastor in his absence. He's probably holding Atlas right now, and uh, so I love you. And... Uh, I love my wife. Woo! Woo! I'm going to get this out of the way really quick, but I, I went home really quick to get dressed, came back, and she has the three kids, and she's getting them ready, and she's like, I don't even know if I'm going tonight. And so, <laughs> and so whether she wanted me to put her on blast or not, I did. And, um, but she's here, and uh, she got them all ready by herself. She does it most Sundays and Wednesdays, and um, I just have to worry about myself, <laughs> and um, sometimes that's good, and sometimes that's bad, but um, I thank you, church. Just please stay standing with me really quick before I read my scripture. Let's, let's just pray really quick. Um, I want God to be in the midst tonight. I'm thankful. I'm honored to be up here, and, um, but I want God to, to go before me. And, and speak tonight um, through his word. Would you just pray with me and, um, and over this service and over this year? This year is a year of increase, so why don't we do that? Why don't we pray just really quick? God, we come before you. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your, your mercy. We thank you for you being a great God towards us, God. We thank you for your faithfulness. God, I pray tonight, God, that your word goes before me, God. Let your word go before me, God, tonight. As I speak what you have given me on my heart, what you've laid on my heart, God, I, I pray that this falls on good ground. I pray over the people that are, that are, that are watching tonight, that are here in, in service. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. You may be seated. Um, I am thankful, excuse me. I am thankful for Wednesday nights. They definitely offer a jump start um, to the week, and um, Sundays are great, but Wednesday night is a, is a great time to come together, as well as any time throughout the week, hyphen, youth, and um, I wanted to jump into it really quick. I don't have a fancy message. I know I'm uh, limited on time. You guys only have a short uh, window of, of attention span, so I'm going to try my best to hurry up. 
You guys are laughing, but it's true. And um, I know kids have to go to school, and, uh, and you guys got to go to work. And like Brother Fletcher says, there you go. All right, let's move to Mark 4 and 2. Really quick, I'm going to try my best to, to go through these scriptures, but take some time as we read them. Um, there's, it's, it's pretty lengthy here, but I want to take some time. Then he taught them many things by parables and said to them in his teaching, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth. And immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of the earth. But when the sun came up, when the sun uh, was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell on, uh, among the thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased and produced, some thirty, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. And he said to them, he, he who has ears, let him hear. But when he was alone, those around him with the twelve asked him about the parable. And he said to them, To you it has been given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to those who are outside all things come in parables. So that, seeing that, it may see, see, seeing that they may see and not perceive, and hearing that they may hear and not understand, lest they should turn and their sins be forgiven them. And he said to them, do not you understand this parable? How then will you understand all the parables? And we'll go, we'll go a little bit. Thank you, Michaela, Bug, for helping me tonight. We'll go into that a little more in depth. Um, but I wanted to just touch on a couple of things. I talked to the hyphen uh, a couple of weeks ago about this. And um, I, I want to just, I want scripture to be revealed tonight. Um, as best that I can do and as best that I can deliver, I want you guys to see it from the Word of God. Amen. So we see, we see a couple different soils here, right? Those of you that have been in the church for a while, um, you know that there are a couple different soils here. There's four soils. There's, uh, there's the, the wayside, right? Um, and the birds come and they steal that Word. The birds come and they, they eat up the Word. They, Satan's... Um, demonic forces, Satan's demons, Satan, the enemy, comes and they take away the word um, that was sown to them, right? There's rocky places um, where they didn't have much soil. It came up fast, but they didn't have any root. They received it with joy. It says they received it with joy, but it only lasted a short time. That scripture, it's funny. It's not funny, but it's funny. Sorry, not sorry, but we see that in our 30-day wonders. Pastor Johnson talks about it. How many have ever heard him say, 30, the, the, you're a 30-day wonder? You come in the church, and you receive it, and you're, you're, you're running out, running crazy, and, but you receive it. But then 30 days, we wonder where you're at, right? The thorns. They choke the plant, the worries of life, the deceitfulness of, of wealth, and the desires for other things come and choke the word. 
They didn't bear fruit. Then there's the good ground. There's the good soil. They accept it and they produce a crop and it came up and it grew and it produced, multiplied 30, 60, 100. I felt the Lord here at this, um, the onset of this year and the beginning of this year as we're praying and fasting and we're trying to do first things first. We're talking about increase. We're talking about um, territory. We're talking about whatever increase looks like to you. To me, it looks like it looks like increasing the word as Pastor Johnson has talked about at the first Sunday of this year. Uh, Bible literacy. How many how many want to be more literate in the Bible? Amen. We need to open up our Bible a whole lot more. Amen. I'm speaking from experience. We've got to open up the word of God. If we want to get more, if we want to be more literate and understand the word of God more, it's practical. You just get up a little early and you open up the word. Amen. So I talked to the hyphen a a, a little bit ago, and so I'm going to touch on some of these things. But we've got to remember first things first. If we don't remember first things first, everything else, it doesn't matter. We can talk about increase. We can talk about all of these great things that we want to see come to pass. But if we don't understand, that's why I love the message that Pastor Jonathan talked about, being planted. You've got to be firm. You've got to know where you're at before you can ever start to grow branches. Right? Before you can ever start to grow and produce fruit. Amen? So for example, you may be I'm going to, we, 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 we see these four soils and they represent four different ways people uh, understand the word of God. But it also is four different types of people. All right. For example, you may be open to the word of God about your future. You may be open to God about your future. But when it comes to returning your tithe, it gets a little rocky. It might find good ground when it talks about all of the increase and the, and the future and how plentiful it's going to be. But then when, when pastor gets up here and talks about tithing and offering, we decide to allow that to fall on a thorny ground or a rocky ground or on the wayside. And we allow Satan to snatch it up. Amen. You might respond good, um, like a good soil when it comes to, to worship. You might be down here worshiping and, and dancing and praising God. But you act a little rocky when, when it comes to loving people. When, when we have to focus on people that are less fortunate than us. We pick and choose sometimes. I pick and choose sometimes. What I want that seed to fall on. I feel like I have good ground, but if it's not important to me, I'm going to let it go on the wayside. And so with the, with the wanting of the increase, I have to understand that if something increases, something else has to decrease. You do not get increase without a decrease somewhere else. If you have a winner, someone's losing. 
It's not a win-win situation. You can win in an area, but you're going to lose in another area. Your attention and winning in some area in your life, in your business, something else is going to be neglected. I, I believe God can be, God can pour out the, pour it out. He can pour it out in every area of our life. But in the other areas, there's going to be neglect. There's going to be a loss. Amen? So sometimes we pick and choose what ground we want it to fall on. If it benefits us in the moment, we choose good soil. If it's something we don't want to deal with, we choose bad soil. We, we throw it in the rocks. I believe God for increase in my income, but when it comes to being asked to teach a Bible study, it isn't for me. And I just want to stop right there really quick, because there's been people that I've asked, there's been people that pastor has asked, there's been people that y'all ask. And we want increase. I believe we want increase. But when you are asked, and I'm talking to my hyphen too, when I ask you to teach a Bible study, Say yes. There is a reason we ask. There's a reason God is asking you to do those things. There's a reason. You have something inside of you that God wants you to sow. Amen? God wants you to sow that. There's a couple different parables in this Mark 4, and we're going to cover them a little bit. Verse 21, the lamp isn't good unless it can be seen. Also, he said to them, is a lamp brought to you put under a basket or under a bed? Is it not to be set on a lampstand? We have a light. We have a lampstand. It's got to be, it's got to be seen. It's got to be seen. Amen. I want to encourage somebody. Um, I have a story uh, about my wife, but I, I want to encourage you. I've got, a, I've got a lot of stories. We'll pick one tonight. I want to encourage you to keep throwing handfuls. All right? We look at, um, we look at this, this parable, 13 through 26, and there's a couple different parables here. But you have to keep throwing seed. You, as a child of God, have to keep throwing seed. And I'm convicted about that because there's people that don't come to church anymore through the pandemic or through other choices. And sometimes we choose not to throw them any, any more seed. We almost write them off. And I got convicted today about that. I said, God, I've got friends. I've got young marrieds. We've got hyphen, we've got elders, we've got people in our church that have been a part of our church. And what happens? We stop throwing seed. We stop throwing seed to them. We have to understand, we have to understand this parable. The seed that you throw, not all of it's gonna, not all of it's gonna go on good ground. But you have to sow it generously. Sow your seed generously. Amen? 
So back in ancient times, they didn't have the machinery that we have today for crops and agriculture. So they would sow it generously because they knew that some of the seed would, would fall on thorny ground or rocky ground or n- not good soil. So they threw it generously. Let us be reminded tonight, throw our good seed, God's seed, God, positivity, good vibes, whatever you want to call it, faith, love, so that generously. Amen? Amen. My story about my wife really quick. She works at the church a couple of days a week. And she goes throughout our community and a couple of businesses. And one particular day here in the last month or two, lady... She walks in and the lady says, oh my gosh, hopefully I'm telling this right. If not, you can go to her and get the real story. Oh my gosh, I've been waiting for you to come in. I mean, I don't have your number. I I, I don't even know your name, but every time you come in here, I can feel something. I can feel something. And one of my close friends, customers has and and has been going through a hard time. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to help her. But I have been waiting for you to come through the door so I can at least have you pray for her. Have you pray for her in the spirit. And so Lindsay has been doing that. Lindsay didn't know that she was sowing this seed. She just goes in with her beautiful smile, does her job, and but she's sowing seed. You guys, y'all do that as well. I try to do that as well. Sow good seed. Amen. Keep sowing. Keep being generous with your seed. Amen. Verse 24, really quick. Carefully consider right here. Take heed to what you hear. With the same measure measure you use, it will be measured to you. And to you who hear, but will, uh, more will be given. The more here in this verse isn't specifically for power, influence, um, possessions. What this verse is talking about is spiritual wisdom. Okay? Spiritual wisdom. If you pay attention and receive the word of God, God will give you even more in proportion to your effort. Okay? There's a relationship, relationship between the effort that we put into the word of God. So say we don't understand something, maybe in a Bible study, maybe in the word of God, maybe even tonight. You don't understand something. If you don't put any effort into it, that's what the scripture's saying. If you put effort into understanding the word of God then God is going to honor that and increase your understanding. But if you don't put any effort into it and you say, well, and I don't really understand that, and there's no, you don't lean into the word of God, you don't lean into the preaching, God, it says, God will take the little bit that you have away. We like to think of it as, as, as money or finances or possessions or influence. No, it is that, but it's specifically talking about spiritual wisdom. 
And so I'm, I'm getting a little ahead, but how many have ever seen, I've seen families that have come to God, they may not understand how we worship, or um, they, they, they don't even want to understand, and they might not even be new converts. They may, you may have been here a while, and you stop leaning into the Word of God. You stop making effort to understand the Word of God, to understand the preaching of the Word of God. You may be here a year, you may be here a month, you may be, have been here for 30 years, okay? But the less that you lean into, the more that God's taken away from you. So you can be here 30 years and not know anything. You can be here, I've been here 20 years. Crazy, right? I've been here 20 years and not know anything about the word of God. Because you do not lean into his word. You don't lean into anything pastor says. Pastor Johnson can sit there for an hour and talk to you and try to help you and counsel you. But if you don't lean into what he's saying and say, well, I don't see it like that. I don't see the word of God like that, pastor. You're not making an effort. So what happens is God takes that understanding, the little that you have, he takes it away from you. And so you can, you can be here and you can come and sit on the pews and be here in, in body, but in spirit, you're, you're in a desert place. You're, you're in a drought. We're talking about increase. You have to, if you want more of God, you've got to lean into it. You've got to have some effort into the preaching of the word of God, into what your pastor says through wisdom, prayer, and fasting and lean into it. Because if you reject it, like the Pharisees, the Pharisees rejected it. They just wanted to argue with God. They didn't get any more understanding because they rejected it. They didn't lean into it and say, well, wait, I've never really seen it like that, pastor. Show me more or let me get into the word a little more. They rejected it. They just wanted to argue with him. And guess what? They there was no understanding. I want to lean into the word of God. How many want to make an effort towards the word of God? Amen. I've always wondered how people can sit here and how people can be drawn away from the church. And they don't lean into it. They don't make an effort into the word of God. We've seen families. Um, and, and I want to speak to you tonight. If, if you're watching, I, I want to, and if you have, have fell away, maybe through the pandemic or, or whatever it may be, I felt led in the spirit today as praying, as, as I was praying, I want to encourage you to make, God will honor God will honor your effort. Make an effort back to the house of God. Make an effort back to the house of God. God will honor. God will honor it. God will honor it. Amen. You don't have to fully understand what's preached over this pulpit, but you have to make an effort. Amen. This is more than money. It's more than possession. It's more than... It, it's increase in wisdom, but it also is wealth. When I think of increase, when y'all think of increase, let's be honest, we think about money. We do. When somebody says increase, I'm like, 
Pad it up, baby. Get that thing padded. Let's go, right? Let the jobs come in. Let the money flow. Let's hit the lottery, right? Amen. But it's in wisdom and in wealth. It's in wisdom and in wealth. That's why pastor was talking about prayer, pray, fasting, and generosity, and giving. Praying, fasting, and generosity. If we can get those principles down, that's what I was telling the hyphen, if we can get those principles down, every, the increase will come. But we've got to get first things first. Amen? We want God to send us a revelation, but we won't get in His Word. We want God to reveal us something new, but we won't open up his word to allow him to reveal it to us. Pastor Jonathan was talking about this the other day. Oh, yeah. Give me a word. Give me a word. No, get into his word. God will reveal it. If you if you need a word for your marriage, get in the word. I was talking to pastor uh, pastor. Well, she might as well be a pastor. Pastor Jones, Sister Jones on on um, Sunday. And we were just talking. Everything that pertains to life and living is in the word of God. If you need help in your finances, you find it in the word of God. If you need help in your marriage or with your kids, you'll find it in the word of God. Amen. Amen. Let me let me just let's let's push on really quick. I got nine minutes. Matthew 6, 25 and 34. Therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body. It's going to. Don't, don't worry, right? Bug, if you've got it, you can put it up. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds. Let's just skip down. You guys, you guys can read this. It's Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Um, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. What do you do first? You seek his kingdom. I'm telling the hyphen, I'm telling y'all, we cannot seek everything else and all of this increase if we do not first seek his righteousness. We have to seek his pattern, his righteousness, the very essence of who he is. And then everything else comes, but we're worried about all of the other stuff. I'm with y'all. I'm worried about that too sometimes. I'm concerned about it, should I say. I want to make sure my kids have the best. I want to make sure my kids are fed. I want to make sure that Everly has Lunchables at school. I want to make sure that we've got gas in the tank. I want all that, right? But I cannot be worried about it. Don't let worry. If you're concerned about something, concern will will push you into action. Worry is going to pull you away. Worry is going to put you in a corner. Amen? I want to talk a little bit about generosity really quick, and then, and then we're going to be done. All right? Exodus 13 and 2. Consecrate to me every firstborn male. The first offspring of every womb among the Israelites belongs to me. Whether human or animal, the firstborn must be sacrificed or redeemed. If you give, if you give offering and you don't give tithe or you don't return tithe, I've learned that you're not really giving anything. You've got to give your first 10%. You've got to give the first fruits 
the firstborn, so everything else can be redeemed. Think of it this way. God, or Jesus, was God's tithe. He gave his firstborn as a tithe. He didn't, he didn't know that we were going to, he didn't know for sure. He, didn't, he did it out of faith that Dana was going to live for him, that Christopher was going to live for him, that Autumn was going to live for him. But he didn't know, and he still doesn't know, we could fall off. But faith led him to give his firstborn. We know it in Cain and Abel. Cain gave, his, gave an offering. Abel gave first fruits, gave the first, right? So if it was a lamb, lamb, it must be sacrificed. If it was an unclean animal, it had to be redeemed by the sacrifice of a lamb. All right, so there had to be blood. All right, there had to be a sacrifice. And that's what we do with our tithe, with our offering. We give our first 10% so everything else can be redeemed. So everything else can be blessed. How many, how many believe that? I know this, is, this may be elementary, but I feel led. I felt led to speak about it to the hyphen. I feel led to, to, to speak about it tonight. With increase, money comes to mind, but it, we will never increase if we don't remember what is first. If you've got a $100 bill and you've got 10%, which is $10, it's not just 10%. It's not just the $10. It's the first $10. It's the fir- What's the first one? It's the first one that leaves your hand. I don't, I don't want... I'm not going to... Kia... Not Kia Williams, Kia uh, Motors. I'm not paying Kia first. I'm not paying MID first. I'm going to give my first 10% as faith that God's going to bless or redeem the other 90%. But sometimes what happens is we pay MID, we pay Netflix, we pay PG&E, we pay Kia Automotive or Lexus or... Chevy first. And then we say, well, God, this is what I got. And you give them 10%, but it's not no tithe. That ain't your first. It didn't take any faith. You've got to give your first 10%, the first one that leaves your hand and say, God, I'm putting faith in you. I trust in you. I, I, I commit my, my income, my money to you. Amen. Is this Okay. Why did God ask? I'm trying to hurry up. Why did God ask for Jericho? Some of y'all know this. Some of you don't. Why did God ask for Jericho? Because it was the first city. It was the first city. He said, all the silver and gold is mine. It's mine. It belongs to me. Return it to me. It doesn't matter where the tithe and the... Listen, it's a covenant between you and God. And it pleased me so well to hear Ethan I know the other the others share this, but he said, you know what? It doesn't matter. I'd give my 10%. It's my covenant between me and God. Who cares? Where? Listen, it's between you and God. It's not between you and Pastor Johnson. It's not between you and anybody else here. It's a covenant between you 
and God. Amen? Amen. I want my 90% to be blessed. I, I want to increase. I want wealth. I want, all, I want a nice car. I want a nice house. I want all of that. But that increase is not going to come unless I keep first things first. Something is going to decrease. Something's going to decrease. Your po- when you give that 10%, your pocketbook, it decreases a little bit. But you're, you're, you're increasing the 90%. Amen? Amen. I'm trying to hurry up. Uh, Genesis 4, uh, 4 through 5. The tithe must be first. Leviticus 27 and 30. Okay? I'm just going through this really quick. We are mostly like God when we give. We're mostly like God when we give. There is going to be a loss somewhere. All right? You aren't going to see increase without a decrease somewhere else. I've said that. We ask God to increase our income, but we won't stop our frivolous spending. Let that speak to somebody, because sometimes it speaks to me. I'm like, God, oh, I, I, I got to pay this bill. Well, you shouldn't have spent money at La Padilla. You shouldn't have went and spent $100 at In-N-Out or Target. You know, keep first things first. Amen. If you want income, be, do good with what you have. Amen. I'm talking about wealth, I'm talking, but I'm also talking about spiritual wisdom. You've got you've to use what you have and be good to the talents, the things that God has given you. Amen? Amen. Uh, money goes where it's treated best. Money goes where it's treated best. Miracles, they go to where they're treated best. The Lord goes where he's treated best. My wife goes where she's treated best. She doesn't want to be around me when I'm a jerk. I mean, she ain't going. She might go to the gym or something. I don't know. But or Target, get some shopping therapy. But she doesn't want to be around cranky old Castro. And I, when she's, I just want to be around her all the time. (laughs) Even with her bad tune. But your husband, I'm, I'm, your husband and wife, your significant other doesn't want to be around you when they're going to go where they're treated best. Amen, husbands and wives. I know this is a little plain, but listen, we've got to first things first. It's eight o'clock. I'll be done here in just a minute. Give me some time. Hold on. He must increase. And I must decrease. There will be food in my house. Genesis 4. Um, I'm sorry, that's Malachi 3, 6 through 10. I've got, a couple, I've got a lot of scriptures. I'm trying to run through this really quick. To whom much is given, much is required. Look at the children of Israel. And the manna ceasing. Something had to stop in order for something bigger to come. Something had to stop in order for something bigger to come. Increase comes out of more difficulty. All right, I want you to remember that. Increase comes with, with um, more difficulty. And sometimes what we do, I do this, y'all do this, we do this. We're decreasing. God's like squeezing us, right? And we're trying, we're like, where's the increase? 
Get ready. So, so if you are in a, you are in a decline, if you, are, you feel like God's decreasing you, let me encourage you. I pray that God increases you. Whatever area of life, whether it's financial, whether it's your marriage, it could be your kids. Come on, I, I receive that tonight. I do. I prayed that today. If you're feeling a decreasing, if you're feeling a decreasing, let God increase you. But don't let go in between decreasing and increasing. Sometimes what we do is we're spread and we let go and we say, forget it. Most of the time we, we want change to happen now. Even though we don't, want, we don't like change, we want change to happen now. We would, we would say, we'd say to ourselves, baby steps are, 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 are beneath me. But that's how change comes. That's how increase comes. Baby steps. Baby decisions, baby disciplines. Most of the time we say, oh, it's going to take 12 steps. It's going to take three steps. No, I want it now. And we never get the increase that we're supposed to have. Amen. Give me three more minutes. I might ask for three more minutes after three minutes. It's your mindset. Okay, there are strongholds in our mind. We can talk about increase. We can talk about all of this wisdom. Um, we can talk about uh, Bible literacy, pad in our pockets, uh, increase in our marriage, increase in our, our kids, our family, in the community. But if we don't change our mindset, we're never going to receive anything. We aren't. We're not going to receive increase. There's a story. Um, there, was a, there was a case in Jerusalem. It was in the late 1960s. And there was a straw. There was, there was this. There was this. The, the hyphen will understand because I've talked about it. We've talked about strongholds. There was a highway. And what the enemy did was they set up, right on top of the highway, they set up a stronghold. Or a position. So they could manage everything that was going in and out. And what happens is, in our mind, we can never receive increase or this change of mind because of the strongholds in our mind. You'll never have a breakthrough or an increase in your marriage with the stronghold that you have maybe from from your past, or you'll never have an increase in your finances without changing the way that you think about money, without changing the way that you think about tithing, without changing the way that you think about giving and being generous. Amen? So, what it, I'm going somewhere, so they set up this stronghold. This stronghold was there for 20 years. The stronghold controls what comes in and what comes out. It doesn't matter. You can sit here. That's why. Well, let's go full circle. You can sit here for 20 years, 30 years, and nothing ever happened. There'd be no increase in your ministry. There'll be no, there'd be no increase in your, maybe your job or, or increase in some area of life that you want to have increase if you don't change your mindset. And this stronghold had, it was there for 20 years. Nothing could come in 
and nothing could go out unless it was up to the stronghold. Finally, the Israeli army, they took it down. They, you know, they get it squared away. Um, it was, I believe it was on the outskirts of, of Jerusalem. And after 20 years, why am I saying that? Because increase, new mindset, new ideas, new year, new goals, new dreams. None of that's going to happen unless you cha- we change the way we think about the word of God. And I believe about our money. This year, I want to make more money than I've ever made. But it's not going to happen if I don't change the way that I think. I want to give more. I want to give extravagant offerings. But it's not going to matter if I don't change the way that I think. And in efforts, in efforts to get increased spiritually, you know, we, we, in efforts to get all of this, we've got to go back to first things first. We've got to go back to what the word of God says. We've got to go back to what our pastor says. Amen. I'm serious. We, we go on YouTube and we have all of our YouTube pastors and Instagram pastors. And we believe more than what they say than we do our own pastor sometimes. God doesn't increase your spiritual knowledge that way. If you don't focus on what your pastor is saying. If your pastor says something and someone and you believe something else on YouTube or Instagram, your knowledge just didn't get, you're like, oh my gosh, I've never seen it like that. Man, my pastor doesn't say it like that. Oh my gosh. No, you didn't get, you're, you're not leaning into full circle. You're not leaning into what the word of God is saying and what your pastor is saying. Who cares about who, what, what doctor said what on Instagram, on, on YouTube? Does that make sense? Your wisdom and knowledge is not increasing. In fact, it's, I, I believe it's decreasing. You have to, we have to get our, our, our Bible literacy in order and our, our money in order. Amen? It's wisdom and it's wealth. Amen? Stand with me. I apologize for taking some time, but we have a lot, um, I wouldn't say a lot less church, but um, we, Pastor Jonathan talked about us having a bilingual service, man, we used to have one every quarter, right? We used to have one every quarter, we used to, and, and I think we still do, but and we used to start, start church a whole lot later. So listen, 808, come down here and pray a little bit. Get out of here by 815. I don't know how y'all want to do it. But listen, I really believe that God wants to increase our wisdom. And he wants to increase our wealth. There's things that our pastor, that we want to do. How many want to be blessed in their wisdom? How many want increase in their wisdom? Wisdom being prayer, fasting, the word. And how many want your wealth? I believe that if we go back to square one, we understand. First things first, I'm paying my, I'm I'm returning my tithe. And I'm giving offering. And God's going to bless the other 90% or the 80%. Amen? I want wealth and I want wisdom. Amen? Would you lift up your hands and just ask God, God tonight. 
Let this seed fall on good ground, God. Let, the, let me not pick and choose tonight or Sunday or, or any other service, God. I want everything that's said over this pulpit, everything my pastor says, every lesson. God, I pray over them tonight. Let there be wisdom. Wisdom of your word, God. Wisdom in the spirit, God. Wisdom, Lord. Let us increase. Let us lean into the word of God. Let us lean into to what our pastor says, God. Somebody receive that tonight. Let us lean into it. And God, I pray over their wealth. I pray over their finances, God. I pray over their tithing and their offering and their generous giving, God. I pray, God, let this year be the best year that we've ever had, God. Wisdom, Bible literacy, understanding of your word, and also in our wealth, God. Returning our tithe, Lord. I pray that over them, all, all over, God, our, their families, the husbands, the wives, the kids, God. Let this let this spirit of wealth bleed over into their life and generation to generation. In Jesus' name, if you have time, make your way down to the altar. I'm not pushing you. I'm not prying you. If you've got to go, then, then go. God bless you. But if you have a moment, allow this word to seep deep into your heart. Allow this word to seep deep into your spirit. Wisdom and wealth, God, this year, wisdom and wealth, in the name of Jesus.